Uh, welcome back to this week's episode of the Rock and Roll Ghost podcast. Uh, just remember when you're viewing to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, this week we have Johnny and Trey from the band Ghost Hounds who are out promoting their new album, which I can't believe uh, I just blanked on the title. Uh, All the Calamity? A little calamity. A little calamity. Sorry about that, guys. Head and it 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 went away just as quickly as I had it. That's all good. (laughs) Now, how you guys doing today? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there. Uh, Where are you guys at? Obviously, a studio. Yeah, Pittsburgh, man. Is this your studio? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it is. That's very cool. Do you guys typically re- record there, or is that more of a rehearsal thing? Uh, we actually recorded uh, both of our records here, but it's also kind of like our, our home base headquarter clubhouse sort that's of. We awesome. rehearse here as well. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And that's that's one of those things as a as a kid, you know, you want to have that, you want to bring that into your adult life. I remember reading about Urge Overkill, the Chicago band. They they had theirs in a former bank here in Chicago. <laughs> but man, that is pretty damn cool. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I used to, I used to have a, a similar scaled down setup in my mom's basement, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a lot different to be able to not be in your mom's house though. Of course. Of course. Oh, that, that was a long time ago, but you know, yeah. No, I I have a little nest. Um, well, let, let's, let's get into the new album a bit. I mean, I, I listened to it last night uh finally and i i listened to the first album when i got approached to talk to you guys and i gotta be honest i was number one the the name i kind of assumed you guys were some sort of electronica band oh nice at first for some reason uh and i don't know why it just like it just felt that in um uh, i think this is the first time i've ever had a a band or something with ghost in the title as well so it's kind of cool to have that tie in with rock and roll ghost but um that's a great great minds you know yeah yeah um you know the new album is just is just really cool i grew up you know kind of like in the 80s and i I, listening to like uh uh jeff healy nice robert cray um fabulous thunderbirds and you know a bunch of other people and man it instantly took me back to that kind of that kind of time uh, in a certain regard, you know, Black Crows a little bit too. Nice. Um, you know, I'm saying that you guys sound like those guys, but you evoke that spirit. Thanks. And, That's a compliment, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I, I you're welcome. Um, the production is, um, is amazingly solid on this too. I've no, I mean, I haven't heard something kind of this smooth and, and, and assured, I guess, in a while. And, and Trey, man, I just got to give it up to you, man. I, I the, how they found you is incredible. It you know, is, and the fact that you know you were going to be a physics professor, and now you're <laughs> you're you're singing on giant stages, opening for iconic bands, and doing your own thing. You know, on your own. It's surreal, man. It's uh, it's freaking surreal. Yeah. I what? Tell me a little bit about this album. Um, what what was your approach to it? Was it any different from the first one? Uh, sure. Uh, it, it was uh, in the sense where, you know, the first record, we were still very fresh as, as a group um, in terms of this assembly of the band. And uh, 
you know, after we finished that, we hit the ground running in 2019, uh, you know, played a bunch of shows, was on tour. And when you have that kind of repetition, you know, there's a natural evolution of sound. And, you know, once we got done with those shows leading into the winter, you know, we just kind of continued that momentum right into the studio. And um, since we were at this point, you know, the musical conversation was uh, a lot more developed because of, uh, you know, all the shows that we did together, you know, we were able to just kind of track the record live and, and just kind of say, OK, let's record this song and just play it. And, uh, you know, it was a really uh, organic experience. And, and uh, it, I think it speaks volumes and it's a testament to, you know, the level of musicianship that everyone in the band has. You know, it's, a, it's an honor playing with these guys all the time, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, considering how, you know, the short period of time in 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 generally speaking that you guys have been together, I mean, you sound like you've been together for like decades. Thanks, man. Yeah, we we definitely developed some uh, a little bit of a, a unique synergy over the last over the course of you know recording the last album. It's uh, organic is the perfect word for it too. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, you know how. How weird is it, though, to be playing this type of music in this day and age where obviously you guys are connecting with people, but it's not exactly what, you know, uh, what's in, in vogue, I guess, would be the, the term. You know, do you feel like almost like outliers, like like uh, almost like, you know, sort of pirates in a way, <laughs> like, you know, hold <laughs> on to this music that a lot of people just don't seem to, you know, the, the general public meaning just don't seem to have, uh, you know, a, a time for, it. they just want to hear, you know, the newest 10 pop, you know, pop charting songs. Sure. I, I think there's definitely, you know, uh, pop, uh, a, a still a huge audience for this type of music. And, you know, when it comes to rock and roll and blues and country, you know, there's a very strong historical lineage um, that someone needs to continue and kind of the, uh, attitude that Thomas and I had when, when we first met and we decided we want to, you know, you know, get a, get something going together was just, we wanted to play the music that we would like to hear, you know, and, um, I, it has a lot to do with, you know, our musical history, uh, and what we used to listen to, but at the mm. same time, I think that there is, um, there's definitely a strong commitment in this band to carry on that lineage and, you know, and and pay homage to those who you know came before us and influenced us yeah man yeah. Oh, rock and roll is forever you know Definitely. pop is, is more about you know fads as you mentioned but um but rock and roll is gonna it's gonna last until the end of time <laughs> well i i think so too it's just that it used to be kind of everything existed on a you know for the many decades everything existed on different planes but they were all still kind of in the mix it just seems like the you know the, the a certain sound is just you know primarily what's getting the most play now you know we've also get entered into a weird phase where people don't buy albums anymore um unless they're buying it on vinyl which you know that's cool i guess um but you know it, it everything's so different from when i grew up you know i'm, I'm i just turned 50 so i'm like you know like, the, this whole era, while I adapted to it, is still mind-blowing considering, like, you know, you think about, like, people like Michael Jackson or Nirvana or whatever, that they would sell, you know, millions upon millions upon millions. And nowadays, like, 
would you know would somebody like Michael Jackson even have the career right that he had in a in a streaming age? Like, I mean, I guess he would be big because there are people like on that level. It's just it's just weird to kind of see how. But also, you know, you see somebody like Foo Fighters go out and they're a mass band and they're still connecting with young people, which is, I guess, kind of cool and odd at the same time. You know, um, where where do you guys feel? Do you feel like any any movement with rock going in the you know coming back as a resurgence, almost like maybe as a thing like young kids are like, hey, you know, now you know rocks not cool let's 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 be rockers you know <laughs> yeah i think it, it's definitely cyclical and uh just to your point before you know i think technology has vastly and very rapidly changed the landscape of how bands and artists can operate and um i think part of what you see today is it's in in the in the world of streaming it's a lot easier to be a solo artist than to be a band and you know because it's less you know less mouths to feed so to speak and and you know i think that there is definitely a res i think you're right i think there's a resurgence of this type of music and bands as opposed to just like a solo artist and you know there's something really cool about being in a band and something that's always really attracted me uh as a musician of being in a group of people and having this sort of like octopus of a relationship where you know you have you know, different personalities and different uh, different backgrounds, but you come together as this kind of uh, mega organism, you know, as a band. And to me, that's always been a really cool thing, um, more so than being like one guy on a stage, you know? Right, right. Well, talk, talk a little about, about that. I mean, you guys all come from different places. You were all kind of, you know, it's not like you grew up together. You were all kind of, you know, pe not pieced together, but you... You know, you reached out to different places. You found Trey in a, in a unique way. How has how has your relationship uh, evolved since since starting? As people, not even so much you know, like not even so much musically, but just as people, like how has that evolved? You know, for me, I, f I feel like um, like the music really is the base. You know, our 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 relationship really is a testament to the power of music and how. It can unite people from completely separate walks of life, you know? Yeah. I think the more that we really just lean into that and, and just allow ourselves to get lost in the music, we start to see this uh, this change that's happening in us. And you can see it with uh, with Thomas and all the things that he's interested in these days. And myself, I, I, I as you mentioned, I, I was uh, at one point wanted to be a physics professor, but there's so many things that, uh, that music is brought my attention to that I don't think otherwise I'd be focused on it all. So yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Music is magical, man. And it has a way well, of connecting. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. And I've I've known yeah. um I've known Bla our drummer Blaze Lanzetta. I've known him for, you know, the better part of the last decade. we we both are from New York and our bass player Bennett as well. I've known him for, you know, seven or eight years and, and we've done a lot of playing over the years, like when we were in New York City just doing, you know, gigs for different artists and, and things like that. So there was definitely like, uh, um, for me, there was a mix of like people I've known for years and, you know, Blaze is my best friend and then meeting new friends and kind of combining the two worlds. And, you know, it's, it's been a really, um, amazing process on, on just a human level because, you know, uh, you meet someone new, uh, you make a new friend and you're like, Hey, you know what? I think you would really vibe with, 
this other person that I know just on like a, a personality level. And I think, uh, you know, when I look around the room, when we're all together, I see people from, you know, all different walks of life that are like Trey said, united by the power of music. And it's a really cool thing to know that in today's world, it's, you know, today's world is so polarized and so politicized that like, you know, there can be a, a world that exists or a situation that exists where, you know, people are different, but they can still come together. And I think that's one of my favorite parts about uh, the guys in the band is that, you know, it's it's to me, it's like a glimmer of hope in a world where like, you know, if you are different than someone like you got to unfriend them, you know, and I really appreciate that about the, about these guys in the band, you know. Gotcha. Got it. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit about the, the fact that you guys uh, have you toured internationally at this point? Not yet. Not yet. No, we, 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 uh, us along with the rest of the world, you know, we, we, our momentum definitely got interrupted with, you know, COVID COVID shutdown or something like that. We're definitely hoping to, you know, do some, uh, some dates over the pond, you know, sooner than later. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if, if on the first album you got, you got, you know, out of, out of the country or not. And I, I know that that was going to be one of my questions with, with regards to COVID. Obviously you guys have, kind of started up in, in, in around the time that, you know, I mean, you were out and, uh, and about around the time that this whole thing started. Um, what has the last year been like for you guys? Were you just kind of just trying to take the time to work on the songs uh, either individually or, or in small collect, you know, small collections? Yeah, we were, we were fortunate enough to actually finish a, uh, uh, our record, a little calamity, right before, like literally, like a few days before everything got shut down. Okay. So, um, in the last, you know, obviously, also we we respect and and practice, you know, the recommended, uh, you know, guidelines as far as you know when things were really bad. So um, we definitely came back together, and you know, we released a, a live record uh, from yeah. those, and we did some some more recording for you know we got some things in the chamber for upcoming, you know, the next release. And, uh, I think it really thrusted the perspective on us of like how much fun we have playing music with our friends and, uh, coming out of that, you know, it, it, you know, we've been kind of back at it for, you know, a, a few months now. And, you know, I, for me, I can only speak for myself, for me personally, there's like a renewed sense of excitement just to you know be able to participate in something that maybe a lot of people took for granted like playing a concert or going to a concert so yeah i think that the 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 thing that mostly affected us with covid is just the the idea of introspection i think we had a lot of time to do that and uh you know we wouldn't have been able to do it before and so coming together as a collective it's definitely giving us a, a clarified sense of our identity as a band and we'll go from here yeah okay well yeah and it's interesting you talk about that you had this done before it started and then you've done some other work so you guys are kind of like almost you you skipped skipped a grade almost in a way so now you gotta go out and tour this album but you've already kind of started moving on to the next thing in a way is is it uh in any way difficult to kind of uh, not so much take a step back, but just kind of like you're like, you know, you started making a, a move towards something else. Maybe, I don't know how, you know, if the songs you did, uh, since the new album was done, 
you know, dramatically change uh, the focus in any way of the band's sound or anything. But, I, you know, what? where's your headspace with that with regards to, you know, you having having had the year and a half, having had the album and recording new material, where, where do you guys uh, see the band's sound uh, advancing, I guess? I think we, we with the second record, we re really settled into, you know, a good... Um, a good pocket of what the the sound and the voice of the band is and i don't yeah. necessarily think that we we're going to stray from that too much you know with with the next thing we do i think there's definitely always a natural evolution that happens right. um but we sort of like you know in having that time off with the shutdown we came back and revisited this record and you know kind of are still in that pocket in terms of like you know this is this is what our sound is and you know we're always going to stay true to that i think yeah. If anything, I feel like it's it's more solidifying. Uh, the new the newer stuff that we that we're that we have coming up is uh, it feels like a natural progression. You know, like John okay. said, it feels like the next thing that we should do. You know, okay, that's and, uh, cool. It still go sounds and it's still rock and roll and it's gonna be great. I think you guys are gonna love it. All right, cool. No, I dig it. I, I dig that. Um, with regards to you guys have toured with some big names and uh, unfortunately you toured with two bands that lost members recently with the stones and, and Charlie and as uh, easy top with dusty. Um, how, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know how close any opening band can get to the rolling stones, but how close to any of these big, bigger bands were you able to get on, on touring with them? Well, I think first and foremost, you know, uh, you know, we uh, two legends in the world were, you know, recently passed in dusty Hill and, and Charlie Watson. And I think that, you know, even if you didn't know those guys, even if you're not a musician, I think a lot of people feel that loss. And, you know, obviously, you know, our hearts go out to the ZZ camp and the Rolling Stones camp, and then also everyone who was affected by it. Because I think that when you're, when you listen to music, you grow an attachment to it and you grow an attachment to the people that are putting out this message. Yeah. Um, now, obviously with, you know, when we were doing the shows with them, you know, it, it is a bit of a scramble before the shows happen. Everyone's getting ready. Everyone's doing, you know, making sure they're ready to go. But I was blown away by the uh, the graciousness and, and the generosity that that all those groups gave us uh, as the opening act. You know, they were very accommodating, super nice, super nice, way cooler than I even thought they could be in my mind, which yeah. is like yeah. they were already up here. And then when you meet them and they exceed that expectation uh, by so much, you know, it was a really wonderful experience and you know uh i'm i will be forever grateful for how those guys you know treated us when we we're on the road 100 yeah 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 now i don't i know that uh specific dates are are aren't uh in, in uh in the know yet but you're you are going out with the stones with uh uh them having steve uh on drums which you know when i first heard it i was like oh it's it's, it's a shame that charlie can't can't go out and i'm like I would never was expecting, you know, to, you know, I, I legitimately was shocked when that news came. Cause I was like, there's just, there's no, I mean, you know, you just, I assumed if anybody was going to go first out of the stones that were the original stones that were left with Bill Wyman, but uh, I don't know why I just, cause he's not in, in, you know, he's out of sight, out of mind a bit. Um, you know, how, how interesting is that environment? Do you think, how, how interesting do you think that's going to be touring with this band in the wake of, of this loss? Um, I mean, I guess, what can you even imagine, 
you know, that, that, uh, that's, that's, that, that stadium being like when you're in it, you know, it's probably going to be mind blowing. Yeah. I, I think it's, uh, you know, Charlie was behind the throne for, you know, the better part of six decades with the stones, you know, they have, they have a very long career and, you know, again, we're, we're very saddened by, by the loss, but you know, if there's anyone, any drummer that can come in and, and nail it, you know, Steve Jordan is, is top notch. Yeah. And I think, you know, music, it's going to he, obviously he's going to do a great job. I think it, it's probably going to feel a little bit weird to a lot of the fans to not see Charlie back there because you're so so used to seeing him, you know, being the rock and the beat of that uh, of that band that, you know, it, it's just it's going to be a little bit strange, I think, for, for a lot of people. But yeah. Steve Jordan, you know, they're in, they're, the Stones are in good hands with him behind the kid as well. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I got to see uh, Keith and the winos back in the day. And um, Steve's been a favorite drummer. I mean, Charlie's probably my favorite drummer of all time. I used to drum actually, and it it slowly kind of he slowly became my favorite drummer. Even though there's some other people that were more that kind of took my attention away. At maybe as I was getting old, you know, going getting older and getting into drums, but he was always like my bedrock. Uh, but Steve, you know, what I remember watching him back when he was on Letterman's band. Yeah, which is you know, crazy. It's just his, his progression. Um, well, let's talk about what, what do you think, what's been your best and your worst experiences on the road so far? Ooh. <laughs> give one of each that, you know, and see if maybe they line up. <laughs> well, I can definitely say um, when we opened for the stones uh, in 2019, I think that was the best experience I could ask for. they, what I what I learned about the camp is that they're very family oriented. They 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 feel like a family, and I think that people can feel that energy, uh, you know, in the show. And that's why you know that's part of why they enjoy it so much. But yeah. they were so helpful to me. I'd never done a stadium uh, before, and yeah, yeah, they were very helpful with you know help giving me pointers, and and um, they were just very nice and sweet, and very very sweet. Sweet is the is the perfect word. It's just very sweet, yeah. and very you know understanding you know of my noviceness in comparison to their legend you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was a time we uh we were with um bob seeger and yeah. <laughs> trying, i was trying to give away free tickets and um i went outside and then no one knew who i was and so they just thought i was a strange person you know trying to give them tickets and that was very embarrassing but it was fun <laughs> that's cool yeah. that's cool how about you joe joe um so one of my favorite moments, I'll, I'll start there. I'm trying to think of like a, a bad experience. I'm having a hard time placing one, but what a great yeah, moment. So far, on. his his wasn't that bad. It was just a little, it was just a little. Okay. Well, I, it, it's it's also hard because like, you know, on these, when we're doing these dates, they're like a dream come true and pretty surreal already. So like, you know, I yeah. think we also see it through that lens. So you yeah. know, there's not really anything that bothers us that much. Um, we're pretty easy going as far as that goes, but. Well, a lot of bands have some, have some horror stories that's why I, yeah i feel like we we're really lucky in that sense no, no, yeah, you, guys, you guys sound like you're you guys sound like you're blessed <laughs> so I, I would say my favorite moment that we've had uh when we were out on the road with zz top we were um we were doing a sound check and i, I we were actually sound checking the song half my fault and i remember feeling someone come up from behind me and I thought it was my guitar tech like fixing I don't know if like there, there was something if my cable was tangled or whatever it was and 
you know, I remember being confused and like, why is someone putting their hands on me right now? And I turned like <laughs> this and I had a huge beard in my face and it was, <laughs> it was Billy Gibbons reaching around me to play my guitar. Cause he, he was like, I really like this song. I want to play it. And I was like, I can give you the guitar. He's like, no, 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 it's cool. And just like reached around and was just playing my guitar. And I was just standing there just like shell shocked. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like this is Billy Gibbons playing my guitar yeah, yeah. while it's on me. So that was a really cool experience. Um, I'm trying to think of like a nightmare situation. Uh, I, I don't know if it's I have. Like yeah, no. yeah. I, I think you guys. I think you guys are blessed. I think. Uh, I think you. You've. You know. It's. It's kind of interesting to see some bands kind of. You know come up and they, they got to fight you know you I, I guess because of the age i came up in i'm thinking of like bands like the replacements that were playing to like you know five people in a in you know uh nebraska or something on a tuesday night you know and ended up getting into a fight with the audience you know like that kind of thing i i don't know i i, I don't have that's not a specific story although i'm sure if you took the 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 details and the the city you know, and intermingled on me, it probably happened a dozen times with those guys. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I assure you, I've definitely played my share of shows yeah. to nobody and terrible venues <laughs> with bad sound in my oh, yeah. life. Um, but not in this, but not in this group. <laughs> this no, group has yeah. been pretty easy. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, we've paid our dues. Yeah. Though. I think karmically we've all paid our dues. We've got a couple <laughs> of cases, but, you know. All right. So the both of you have performed outside of ghost towns. Now I want to ask, outside of ghost towns what was your worst experience oh, at a show oh man oh man uh so i i uh was on this is years years ago um i was on tour with uh this old project i used to play with and we finished our set and there was a, a group after us that we were on tour with and we would always make it a point after we we're done with our set to you know take a, a quick breather, then go out to the merch table, talk to people. And and also I I, I always like watching the other you know acts that are performing on any given bill. And so I, I walked out into the audience and I was just trying to find like a place to you know stand. And I was walking and I, I noticed there was this huge space where no one was standing. And I was like, that's strange. So I kind of like sauntered off to the side of it. And the next thing I know, I'm looking at the stage. And the next thing I know, I was like 15 feet that way and on the ground. And I looked up and there was one dude who was like six foot eight moshing around. Nobody else was participating because he was just oh. and he just laid me out. And uh, I actually like got really hurt because of it. Like I, I like started getting neck spasms and stuff. And I was like in and out of the hospital because of it. But oh, man, that was, that was as nightmarish as they come, you know, like. <laughs> Getting a yeah. song at your own show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like uh, just you didn't see that giant tree falling on you. Exactly, yeah. How about you, Trey? Oh, man. Uh, so I was touring uh, in Kuala Lumpur in 2015. And wow. We, my band, we had this killer set ready to go. We rehearsed it for hours. I had this great choreo. It was going to be like an opening night for us, you know? So... Yeah. Uh, so the night always starts out a little, a little, you know, people funnel in, but usually by the end of the fourth set, you know, that we do is pretty, pretty packed. Uh, it was not this night. And uh, I decided that it was a good idea to just still go all out. And it was like everything that could go wrong went wrong. And it was the most hilarious thing in the world. So I guess it's not a bad thing, but you know, cause no one. Hey, was let, 
Well, what, I'm what, talking what, violin what, players slapping people with their bow. I'm talking microphones coming off the cords. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm talking guitar strings breaking, multiple yeah. guitar strings breaking. You know, it's. I feel like whenever you have, um, whenever you have an opportunity to share music in that dynamic, there's bound to be endless things that can go wrong. But oh, sure. it's all about your mindset. You know, you got to keep a good head about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I dig that. I, I you, you seem like a, Trey. You seem like a very positive person which uh I, try to be. I, I i i wish i had had uh your i just i wish i had your outlook sometimes because i see some people that are i'm not saying that you don't you haven't had your your but you just you radiate that man and thanks man i really appreciate it that's, that's a that's a good thing for a lead singer uh i think well i i don't want to take up too much of your time i i i just want to you know i want to thank you guys for for taking the time to talk um a little calamity is out now uh wherever you want to buy it stream it uh we're, we're gonna post uh links to your site um you know the the uh, the video we'll post a link to and and all that jazz man and uh mm -hmm. hopefully if you guys come through chicago i'll be able to i'll be able to come out as long as things don't get crazy yeah, definitely. Awesome. Brett, thanks Thank so much you. for having us, man. No, no. We'd love to see you at a show in the future. We'll definitely let you know when we're swinging through that area. All right, man. You guys uh, take care and, and good luck and stay safe, okay? Thanks, right man. on. You thanks so much. Take care. All right, All bye. Right.